Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast for the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning is Catherine Frady, the new general director for Opera Louisiane. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. You're glad to have you. So when did you start this new job? Well, it's uh, I started actually kind of um, back in... April, May, mm-hmm. and officially probably in June, where okay. I was working remotely. Okay. And I came for two weeks before the Tales of Hoffman, and then I was gone again in July working remotely, and now I'm back. I've been back okay. since August 8th. You got back just in time for the monsoon season. That's it? right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It rained so much. <laughs> it does that down here. Uh, get used to it. <laughs> so uh, where did you come from? So tell us a little bit about Catherine. Um, well, I came from Knoxville, but okay. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. Okay. So I have a vocal performance degree in opera from the University of North Texas, where I went to the college. And then I was performing. I've been a performer, a stage manager, a stage director, founded my own opera company in Knoxville. And so a lot of a lot of background in Mm -hmm. producing, performing and directing. Okay, so you're going to be busy now that you're in in Baton Rouge, sounds like. Yes, bring all that to the table, (laughs) all that to the table. And and this year specifically still still keeping and maintaining the um, performances that I had coming up already so the okay. the board was really great with working with me on that so. okay yeah. so so kind of what are some of the things that are on the horizon so for Opera Louisiane, we have um, our upcoming show, Bon Appetit, on September 9th. And then we have Amal and the Night Visitors, December 17th and okay. 18th. And we have our Sing and Swing on Fe- February 25th. And we're doing um, a new opera called Approaching Ali in, in the spring. So, okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Bon Appetit since that's the, the, the closest one to now that's coming up. So Bon Appetit is actually a 25-minute opera in English, mm-hmm. and it's a one-person opera. It's sung by a mezzo-soprano who is singing the role of Julia Child. Okay. And it is actually a Julia Child episode um, okay. where she is baking a chocolate cake. So we are pairing that actually with a piece um, that's a song cycle by Bernstein called The Four Recipes. And we are having a soprano sing the song cycle, but it's going to be staged. And so she's singing about these four different recipes and failing miserably to make any of them. Mm -hmm. So she turns on the television and finds Julia Child there baking a cake and thinks, oh, sure, well, I've failed at all these other recipes, but maybe if I'm watching the master, I can, you know, cook this cake. And she continues to fail miserably, so. (laughs) Okay, so where, I I know this one's not taking place in a theater like most opera productions are, like most people would think an opera production does, so tell us a little bit about that. That's right, yeah, we're breaking down the barriers a little bit and making it a little bit more intimate, a little bit more accessible. The performance is taking place at Jubin's, and there will be a three-course dinner involved as well, and a little bit of a surprise at the end, so it's exciting. Cake, chocolate cake for dessert. Chocolate cake, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course we are. Okay, so I I know Amal on the Night Visitors is a really popular holiday opera, so that that should be fun. Where are you doing that? Is that going to be at... It's going to be at the manship. Manship, okay. yeah. Okay, and then Sing and Swing. If you want to have a fun night, I have participated and I have been to... Many, I think all of them since I started the Sing and Swing, and that is a fun, fun night. And it's primarily a fundraiser 
But it's um, sometimes if you fork over the right amount of money, you can get on stage and sing along, too. Absolutely. So. <laughs> it's a great event. It's actually one of the reasons why I came to Opera Louisiana. <laughs> they had this event last year right after I had interviewed, and they had offered me the position. But I wanted to meet everyone in person. Well, you know, that's a good way to do you it. Know, and I, I said, well, this event sounds amazing. Can I come? They said yes. And it, you know, that put the icing on the cake for sure yeah. for me. <laughs> you, will, you will learn that we, we will have... It will take any excuse to have a party and get on stage and sing and make fools of ourselves, and uh, especially if it's for a good cause. So I love it, doesn't, that. it doesn't take much to get us to all to, yeah. all to participate. My husband is actually from New Orleans. He's okay. a stage director, and okay. uh, we've worked at New Orleans Opera several times, and his parents still live there. So I kind of had a little bit of an idea of Louisiana fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I have had a friend that was doing business with people all over the United States, and they, one guy said, so what festival is this weekend? He says, y'all have a festival every, every weekend, every weekend <laughs> for something. I remember saying to him once, um, you have festivals for sandwiches? Yes, and nutria and frogs and <laughs> crawfish and all kind of fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Any, anything for Any a party. Excuse, anything yeah. for a party. So tell me about the last production, the last opera that's coming up at the end of the season. The last opera is Approaching Ali, and it's actually composed by a local composer, DJ Spar. Um, and he has his music has been performed all over the world. Um, the librettist is Mark Campbell, who's very um, well known in the opera industry, mm-hmm. and he just so happens to live here in Baton Rouge. So oh, wow. it's okay. very exciting. Um, it's about a young man who um, has some issues growing up, and he sees uh, Muhammad Ali. Um, doing his thing and becomes very inspired and then later in life when he's a writer gets to meet Muhammad Ali and so it's it's based on a true story and we're planning some events um, with DJ Spar to like really engage the community and find out more about how the opera was composed and conceived and so it should be a really a really interesting fun time that sounds fun we might have to have them come chat with us absolutely that would be great to the show yeah Yeah. so how did Catherine get started in opera where did how, how did that begin yes how does one start in opera well I always loved music I was a I studied piano when I was very young mm-hmm. and I started playing the flute um, okay. in Texas music is very important part of the education mm-hmm. and you have to choose choir band or orchestra and I loved the flute so I, okay. I decided that that's what I was going to do and I started taking flute and piano lessons Mm-hmm. And, um, but I always loved to sing. Okay. I loved musical theater. I loved watching musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched every single movie that was made in a musical format. Okay. <laughs> I was always singing along and I sang in church and everything like that. Okay. So when I went to college, I applied on a flute for a flute scholarship and got in as a flute performance major. Okay. But once I got there, I also auditioned for the voice teachers. And there was one voice teacher who was like, Yes, absolutely. Come be in my studio. And, you know, when you're training, I really thought, like, I want to be on Broadway. That's mm-hmm. where I want to be. And they train you classically when yeah. you go to college and study music. And so... Start with the basics. Yeah, huh? start with the basics. I didn't actually see my first opera till I was 21. And oh, wow. it was at the Dallas Opera, and it was a dress rehearsal of La Traviata. Mm-hmm. And so half the people were still uh, marking, you know, yeah. where they weren't singing full out. And I just, at that moment, was like, okay 
okay, yes, I'm sold. You know, there's orchestra, there's acting, there's beautiful singing, they're singing without microphones. Like, this is incredible. Um, And I just, you know, it was sort of by accident, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just found that my voice lent itself to classical music and classical singing. So So what is your favorite aria to sing uh, anything Puccini really but <laughs> Tosca is my favorite role to date um, okay. I recently got to do several productions of Tosca so Visi Darte is is one of my arias that I sing on a regular basis okay yeah. okay so what is it about those about well I love Puccini too so what is it about that that just really makes your heart sing <laughs> I think, you know, Verismo opera in general is what Puccini was composing and Tosca specifically is is flawless in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The drama meets the music perfectly where you're not repeating things necessarily. Yeah. You know, in Mozart you you repeat the same line over and over and, and many times in the same um, notes and rhythms mm-hmm. whereas there's a lot of pressure then on the singer to sing that differently, to make it interesting. There's a lot of pressure on the stage director to like bring out the nuances in that repetition whereas in a piece like Tosca by Puccini or even you know La Boheme mm-hmm. it's all written there for you yeah. it's it's laid out so beautifully the drama matches the music so fantastically and he was just a master with his his motifs you know yeah. and having theme music for each character yeah you know when scarpia enters because you're bomb bomb you know yeah <laughs> and you you have tosca's even tosca's theme the first time she enters is this beautiful you know melody underneath um her entrance and that's the same melody that repeats in vc darte okay okay so it's really cool so um you mentioned your your spouse, so he works in New Orleans? Is he is he actually working? still in Knoxville, Tennessee at the okay. moment. He's okay. a tenured professor at the University of Tennessee and teaches okay. the opera students how to act. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any children? No children. No children? We okay. have a little dog. Her name is Sasha. She's okay. fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a child. Yeah. That counts. That She's counts. here with me in Baton Rouge. Okay. <laughs> she didn't want to live up there with those volunteers. No, absolutely no, not. No, no, no. Yeah. Come in here with a tiger country. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> She's a cat. Purple and gold are such better colors, you know. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So when you're not singing opera... Uh, or staging opera or any of the above. So what do you like to do? How do you like to spend your free time? Oh, that's an amazing question because I mostly am so involved with opera. I don't do a lot of anything else. (laughs) In a perfect world, what would you like to do then? I do like to read. Um, I love historical novels, especially if they are about women spies in World War II. That's like my favorite genre to read. Oh, okay. I've got a book I'll loan you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, When I worked at the newspaper, they would send us books to review. So okay. I have books that probably nobody's ever laid eyes on. Nice. <laughs> but nice. there's some of them are pretty good. That's awesome. Say. Some of them are pretty good. So um, what's your favorite dish so far that you've eaten now that you're here? Oh, my goodness. Well, I really love Cecilia's. I'm in walking distance because I'm living downtown. Mm-hmm. And I love mm-hmm. that restaurant so much. Redfish that they have is mm-hmm. delicious. But I think I've tried four of the items on the the menu that yeah. are just all fantastic. But I, I think so far it's interesting because I've always been like a big crab lover. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I did try the Hallelujah Crab at Juven's. Okay, that's a that is a Baton Rouge staple. staple. Yes. yes, everyone must try that yes. at least once. It was really really good. Um, but the redfish, I've been ordering that everywhere I go. It's okay. just so good, and it's not something that I could find in other locations. Yeah. Actually, it's, yeah, it's kind of. So, do you see a difference? Um, if, if your husband was in, you have some experience in New Orleans. Do you see a difference in the cuisine of? Theirs is much more Creole influenced than ours is. Do you see a difference in that? You know, I think that both my husband and I were surprised because we hadn't been in Baton Rouge that much. Mm-hmm. How good the quality of the cooking and the food is yeah. here. And it is, you know, by far on the same level, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. People think New Orleans, but no, honey, you can get a really good meal in Baton Rouge. Yeah, absolutely. Just as good. You don't have to drive for exactly. an hour to get there. <laughs> There's a plus side. To Absolutely. That. In fact, I think we were, uh, we had a meal at um, Atchafalaya, which is mm-hmm. one of the places we go to quite often in New Orleans. And it was just a few days after we had eaten here. And uh-huh. we were like, eh, meh, you know. <laughs> I don't have to drive back in here yeah, to do this. Yeah. <laughs> In-laws come to see us in Baton Rouge. <laughs> That's it. Come visit us. We can show you a good time. I think all those people found that, you know, they, they treated Baton Rouge kind of like a redheaded stepchild till Katrina hit. And then they all had to come live here, and they decided we weren't quite so bad. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and we actually had some good, fun stuff to do up here. Yeah. No, it's fabulous. Enough that some of them stayed. <laughs> yeah. I've barely been enjoying um, following Visit Baton Rouge and um, checking out the, the the places that they suggest. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of – there's there's something every weekend you can go do. <laughs> every weekend. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Well, what are your – what are some of the things that you would like to accomplish with Opera Louisiane? Where you're... I'd love to see Opera Louisiane grow and become a staple in Baton Rouge. Um, I really think that one of the things that makes a city so exciting is to have a symphony, an opera, and a ballet. Mm-hmm. And it's all here. And I'd love for Opera Louisiane to grow. Um and to really be able to produce several, like maybe one more show a season. Okay. So right now it's kind of been, you know, two sort of fundraising events, a mall, and then a main stage production. Yeah. And I'd love to see the company do one big main stage production mm-hmm. and then two smaller shows. Always trying to incorporate something new, making it like really accessible. I love new music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Puccini and traditional music as well, yeah. but I think that there's something for everybody in opera, mm-hmm. and um, they're already one of the things that like brought me to Opera Louisiana is there's so much potential here, and there seems to be such an effort to already start to curate something for everybody. You yeah. have the Young People Operas program, which is great, um, really continuing that and expanding that and exploring what that could be, mm-hmm. um, and then also you know doing something in an unusual space like Jubin's yeah you know that's something that they're really open to and and enjoy doing so really kind of expanding upon that okay make it maybe not quite what some people so highbrow and what people think absolutely absolutely if you think you don't like opera just close your eyes and remember all the Bugs Bunny cartoons and the that you watched as a child and all the music is classical music and opera. (laughs) That's right, yeah. And I think like doing events like this where you see Julia Child singing opera, Mm -hmm. you know, while you get to enjoy really great food in the city, um, hopefully will expand people's idea of what opera can be and uh, encourage them to come to other performances like the Tales of Hoffman, like La Boheme or Tosca. Okay. So how can people um, go to your website and and find out what all's, 
going to be happening and get tickets and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. So you just go to www.operalouisian.com backslash tickets. Um, you can also find our events on that page mm-hmm. and uh, all of our cast information and things like that will be there as, as we as we continue throughout the season and we start casting. Um, we have a brand new website, so it's very exciting. Okay. Um, please go check it out. <laughs> and tell us again what that webs- what that uh, address is? OperaLouisiane.com. Dot com. Okay. All right. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. It was a pleasure. It's thank nice you to so get much. To, to visit with you a little more and learn a little bit more about you. Absolutely. Welcome to Baton Rouge. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so if you're looking for something fun to do in the next few days, uh, Sunday in the Park is coming back the program of the Arts Council, and it starts up October the 2nd, and it's for four Sundays from 2 to 5 at the Shaw Center for the Arts Plaza. So weather in October here is absolutely amazing. I can't wait. (laughs) So it's usually crisp and beautiful and not quite so much rain and very little humidity, so you can enjoy an afternoon (laughs) under the trees and listen to some beautiful, some fabulous music. We have all kind of fun music coming up. The last band to play is that 70s band, and um, we picked them specifically because this 2023 is the 50th anniversary of the Arts Council, and our 50th anniversary Impact Gala is going to be January the 12th, so circle that on your calendars because we hope you will join us for that. It's going to be a fun, fun night. Uh, Theater Baton Rouge has a production of Doubt coming up in September. You can get more information on that at theaterbatonrouge.org. And uh, if you you can find out about all of this fun stuff by signing up for our newsletter, uh, which goes out every Wednesday and keeps you in the loop for all things arts and arts-related here in the Capital Region. Uh, we serve an 11 parish region, and we can keep you up to date on what's happening with that. And you can sign up for that on our website, which is arts, A-R-T-S-B-R dot org. So we hope you will join us next Sunday for another edition of AC23 and have a great rest of your Sunday afternoon.